player. And versus player presents spoiler cast. Spoiler wars. Spoiler wars. No spoiler cast <laughs> featuring Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yes. Ding ding ding! Let the fight begin. Why and, is you know, it a fight? You automatically assume I'm going to be negative about this. Yes, we do. And I know that, like... Besides your boyfriend, Adam Driver. For those of us who don't know know who we are, my name's Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. So just to be clear, Joe, um, (laughs) just to be clear of a few things... This is right, I get it. So before we start that, there are going to be... We're going to spoil the heck out of this... Star Wars The Last Jedi. Like you are, if you've not seen the movie, do not listen to this podcast. Yeah, don't go and see it. Hey, so... Go um, and see the movie. Okay. Um... I know that you and I have this thing, you know, like more recently with Assassin's Creed where yes. you really liked it and I didn't. But then you um, really do. But then I really do. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm still not sure <laughs> yet. Um, but this is not, but we're not doing this for sort of like a yeah, comedic like effect some, or anything. It's just, skit. yeah, it's it just so it happens that Joe and I have a habit of colliding and then you're kind of. What is it? Am I neutral ground? Am I Switzerland? I think you're neutral ground. Like, ah, because you, we've done this, we've done this, we've done this a couple of times. You don't get left out. You like, you've done this a couple of times where you go, I, I hear your point, Jace. I hear your point, Joe. However, and then, you know, yeah. you're the voice of reason. And, and, and we're very unreasonable people. And we're very Jason unreasonable people. <laughs> so, so that's why you may be the host of Voice versus Player, because I just get a few words in the two of you take them. But Joe and I don't like, we don't fight outside of versus Player about anything. No. Really? It, it depends though. We're playing a video game. We, we so Jace can't speaks volumes. Jace can't cope when he loses. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? Um, we're talking about Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Our opinions. Now we've all seen it. Now let's let's put it into context. Joe, myself, and Emma saw it together on the midnight launch, and both ca- all three of us came out quite happy, relatively happy. Yep, very happy. I came out very happy. I've got some things to say about the beginnings part of it, but came out of it. Oh yeah, it. look, you know what? It's it goes up there is as one of my favorite Star Wars movies, but I'm gonna um, put a caveat with that as to why. Yeah. Um, in a little bit. But when did you see it, Jace? And then um, Jace saw it. What I saw it, so I couldn't come to the midnight thing, um, and so I went and saw it on a Saturday in the city with a collection of people who are not Star Wars fans, but will go and see these movies because typically a Star Wars movie is. I don't think. I don't think any Star Wars movie is is bad. Like they're always fun. There's yep. beautiful CGI, yep. very well shot, um, and you you like you know what you're kind of going in for. You know there'll be some surprises and things like that, but typically you know what what to expect. So I went with a group of people who weren't massive Star Wars fans, but had seen all of the movies. I think everybody's seen Star Wars. So I think that's an interesting point because there's a big distinction straight away between the two groups that went and saw those movies. We went on the midnight launch, and because of that. You're going with people that massive are coming fans. dressed up. Yeah, yeah there was fans. like what nine of us who went. There were nine of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and then yeah, like you said, the, the cinema, the people with lightsabers in the cinema. Yeah, and this is the energy you can feel. Oh yeah, you would. People are really it's the force, kind isn't to each other. Feeling? Yes. Is that what you're feeling? You are feeling the force. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, all those midi chlorians. Yes, it's not even the midi chlorians. It's the tension between all the living and non-living things. Don't you the love that? Binds yes. Us. In fact, this is they where I'm going to pull Em in. I'm going to pull Em in. She's sitting over here being quiet, but this is her favourite part. Go on, Em. Go on, Em. We're slowly pulling her away from her knitting. <laughs> and um, so why is the description of the force your favourite part in this movie? Or one of your favourite parts? Um, I, I really like it because I've, I've always liked the the... Jedi philosophy idea and I thought the I don't know I thought the midichlorians like I'm saying this as someone who's coming very very late to Star Wars and I'm not like a yeah, huge diehard fan but I've always loved the sort of 
the sort of like pseudo spiritual philosophical yeah. you know ideas about it and um yeah i thought the midi chlorian thing was a little bit sort of because they're, they're taking the fun out of it they're making it scientific it, when it's meant to be sort of a spiritual thing yes kind of, agreed yeah. yeah yeah like it's it's trying to make a a very tangible explanation of something that's by definition supposed to be intangible just sorry to interrupt is that canon or did What's they that? the midichlorians thing? Is that actually the original trilogies? Like the sorry, the prequel trilogy is canon. Is canon. So they haven't. Okay, all right. They, have, they haven't done special editions yet. So, I'm, I'm waiting for that day. Okay. Not to interrupt. What, M- where Hayden Christensen's removed. <laughs> not to interrupt M's point, but I think this is a big distinction. I think the midichlorians and then the current description of the Force, whether it's Yoda's take in Empire Strikes Back or the latest one in the Last Jedi, which is very similar to Yoda's take is both can exist yeah. next to each other. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's like the world right now. It's the way um, religion and philosophy look at the world versus Absolutely the way agree. science does. I think you can use both for what is the same thing. And fans fans get sort of very uppity about the whole midichlorians thing, but that's, that's a perfect explanation of it. It can go both ways. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this one thing and this is the law, this is what it is. It can be either. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's right. I forgot what I was saying. You were just talking about why you like the philosophy behind it, like the tension. Oh, oh yeah, and the, the 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 idea of the tension that that you know uh, unites all of the pieces of the universe and that kind of thing. I just I just really like that because there are echoes of that in um, ancient philosophies. You know, stoicism. And it's it's a bit about balance, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can see you can see there's the Eastern ideas of yin and yang. Like yep. That's very very. Uh, prevalent in it and yeah. um, and but also like ancient western philosophies as well I just found, find all that really, really she, interesting she's downplaying how excited she was we were <laughs> in the movie and when the tension came up I get an elbow in the side <laughs> of me and this super excited look on her face and I'm just going okay yeah it was a cool line but I don't know what you're talking about and then afterwards it was oh my god I just my thesis the thesis it's, that she oh, just no, it's not quite that but, but like parts of what she talked about in the thesis that she just you know Got the university medal. I'm going to brag about it here on Versus Player. M did really well. Um, yeah, that she just had a Star Wars movie talk to her in language that yeah. was very similar to what she loves. Yeah, so I think that was one of the big. It's it's cool that a single line that might go above other pe- over people's heads or just has no relevance to them. Kind of did it sort of make the film for you? Like when you heard that, did you suddenly sort of look at the film with a different perspective? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and had they have not said that, do you think you would have walked out feeling different? Maybe I, I I still really enjoyed a lot of aspects of that film. So like I I don't. Think did I'm you like The Force Awakens? Yes, I did, but for different reasons. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, this one I just like the focus on the on the the Jedi philosophy and the, yeah. I know I've said that about thirty times now, but um, but I I liked I really liked what Luke was trying to teach uh, Ray and it, I'm making a hash of this. <laughs> no, you're doing you're doing really well. But. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the aspects that I liked. And then obviously, you know, you'll come to this, but the, the, the bit at the end with Luke projecting and that kind of thing, you know, it was Like just, an astral projection type thing? Yeah, that was yeah so cool. exactly. It was, it, was, it was really cool. I didn't see it coming at all. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought the surprise was really Even, um, you know, maniacally mad Yoda coming back, yeah. you know, classic Yoda was just awesome. Oh, he's great. Chase, I can't oh, what okay. say. Yeah, because I, I loved it because, you know what, he, I think he challenged a lot of what Luke was thinking. He challenged a lot of what the audience was thinking. And um, it's, just, it's the Yoda that I most love back from 
Empire and the end of Return of the Jedi. I got to say, the fact that they appeared to be using puppets. They did. For the Porgs and for Yoda. Um, I think the Porgs were puppets. I'm they, fairly yeah, confident they, they were. were CGI. That's what they call, right? Those cute little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah, could yeah. have been a mix of they, penguin things. It could have been a mix of the two, but it was probably primarily. I mean, probably with some of, but just the way their mouths open was so sort of Sesame Street and yeah. um, Jim Henson. Yeah. Awesome. I oh, don't good. think that that I happened. You were That's the, else. that is <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's amazing. Yeah, like, it. why do you have to use CGI for everything? That's a yeah. great callback yeah. to um, like movies when I was growing up. Yeah. And 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 to Star Wars and to Star Wars yeah. to do that. I don't know if that happened in the Force Awakens. A lot of a lot no, of there was that, a little bit. Yeah. There was that no that um there was Maz, a lot actually wasn't Maz there? scene um in the um in her castle. Yeah. That was all like that. Were, that the vast majority of that was all practical. And a lot of the um, characters in Jakku, because um, I mean, yes, Simon Pegg's in the movie, yep. and you would never know it was Simon Pegg. Yep, you know Simon Pegg's in the Force Awakens. I didn't. You know the uh, yeah, the guy that was uh, handing out rations for Bless when you, you brought um, <laughs> when Ray was bringing all the uh, pieces that she scavenged. Yep, and the guy was handing out her food rations. Get yep. me the droid. That guy. Is this in Force Awakens in or is Force this in Force Awakens? That's Simon Pegg. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. 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 But no, look, I'm going to nutshell The Last Jedi. Like in the opening scene, I really enjoyed. Um, I think it's a movie of, like you're talking about mistakes, Em. I think it's kind of, not a mistakes balance. I think it's a movie of mistakes. I think everyone in this movie made some massive yes. mistakes. And it wasn't about these, these weren't characters that were perfect. Like Luke like really messed up. Like Luke essentially created Kylo Ren yeah. in a way, you know, and Poe Dameron, didn't he mess up? Like he's almost responsible for the death of the rebellion. Like, yeah. but he wasn't, it wasn't out of malice. And, you know, right at the end where, um, what was the pink lady's name? Pink haired lady who you thought was going to be, uh, uh, I thought she was going to be a baddie. I thought Vice she, Admiral Holo. Yeah, I'm like, is she going to be like the, the a spy here? And then her and Leia are like, I really love the, the enthusiasm of this guy who killed all these people, but out of what he thought was doing the right thing. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was yeah, all the characters had, had an arc and like, so, but anyway, the opening scene I really enjoyed. There was about an hour afterwards where I'm like, this is a good movie. This is a really great, you know, I'm, I'm loving the story. But they're setting this up for the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. And then that last, like, hour, yeah. I'm like, what on earth is going to happen in the next Star Wars movie? Like, there, there were some scenes there that were just, like, phenomenal. That part with Rey and Kylo Ren with Snoke, I thought that was so cool. Like, I, 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 I found the movie was unpredictable. As soon as you saw the lightsaber move, you knew what was I about was to happen. Coming, yeah. But up until that little movement point, I thought he was. I thought, oh my gosh, are they really going to kill her? Like, is that is that going to happen? Or convert her somehow? Yeah, or, or yeah. maybe, or maybe that. I thought, I thought she might be gone. Yeah. Um. But that scene was so cool, and like M said, that last kind of the visuals of that last part of the movie where they had the salt with all the red underneath it. Yes. And that there was one part where I saw Luke's foot just kind of slid along the top. So. Kylo Ren's, you know, his foot dug into the ground and you saw the red and then Luke's foot slid across the top. And I was like, oh, isn't that like a poetic kind of shot right there? Because here he is making an impact on the earth, but Luke is, you know, he's so kind of good that he doesn't kind of, he's just white, he's serene, he's he's pure. But then you find out, yeah, he wasn't even there. And it was such, it was, I I can't wait to watch it again. Like I said, you know, um, in, in the last podcast we did because... I want to see, is there, like, 
Luke, they don't actually clash lightsabers. Like uh, he was kind of ducking underneath. Well, I want to say that again. Or I, did he? I, I don't know if he did. Um, so what he what did. happened in that scene was um, Kylo destroyed his lightsaber, but uh, it was back. But then it came back. Yeah. But I believe it came back as a different color. Yeah, it was actually Luke's original lightsaber. It was green which and then it turned blue. Okay, that's what happened. So green lightsaber got destroyed, yeah. and then I believe it came back as a blue lightsaber. Which is so his lightsaber got destroyed, and then I think the clue there was that it just suddenly came so back. So did you again. pick up on that? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not. I, I found the movie so unpredictable because I guess after watching the Force Awakens, I was kind of expecting, all right, they're just going to do Empire Strikes Back so, again because the Force Awakens, in a lot of ways, was just. I, a new I, I hope think. Again. I think the opposite, and I'm not. This is not like, haha, I'm so clever type no, thing. No, no. I just felt. I think because I don't typically watch Star Wars films and this one um, I was trying to be quite different from or break away from from the norm of what to expect. I There were just some things that I were obvious to me. I, I don't think I was actively looking for them, but there was just some things that were obvious. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what they're going to do. Yeah. I, for example, I'm like, I got a feeling that that wasn't Luke. Hey. But just to be clear, the only reason I thought that was because I don't really remember what happened to Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original trilogy. Yep. I just remember that... Um, so I thought Luke was supposed to be Obi-Wan. I thought, okay, he's Obi-Wan now. Yeah. This, is, this is just what I was thinking from the trailers and from what I saw. And that when um, Obi-Wan fights Darth Vader, yes. wherever it happens, he disappears. Yep. So I'm like, Luke is going to do the same thing. But I don't know what that means. I don't know, is, is Obi-Wan dead? Has he become one with the Force? I don't know what that means in terms of the Star Wars universe. But I didn't realise that at the end of this, Luke was actually, is dead. Yeah. And but he wasn't while he was doing that, though. Well, no. My understanding of it was that he used up all of his Force powers and he's tired now and he's at rest, or at peace, sorry. And now he's one with the Force. Yeah. And he's midichlorians I, and whatever I, he is. I think that's a fair call on it, too. Okay. I thought it was... Beautiful. I thought it was awesome. So, Rian Jordan has made three films. Um, Brick, yeah, fantastic Brick. film. Yeah. It's uh, got Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Oh, it does. Okay. Looper, excellent yep. film. Has Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Um, and, <laughs> and, Star, and Star Wars. Which has Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a voice. Oh, he does. It. Has Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Yep. Um, whose voice is he? I, I don't remember. I yeah, saw his it, name it was a credits. name I couldn't see. I have to look it up and figure it out. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let me get my list. <laughs> uh, oh, so is this... Because I suddenly got the impression that your theory right there then was... Oh, you got a list, all right. Wow, he's showing us a list on his phone. You're, were you about to say that Rianne Johnson... Rianne? Rianne Johnson or Jordan? John, Did Johnson. I say Jordan? Johnson. No, Johnson. I just wasn't sure if it's Rianne and that's how you pronounce it. Rianne, Rianne. I don't know. Um, Johnson. So Brick had Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Looper had Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it, but you didn't realise that he was I had also, no idea. Yeah. Also in Star Wars, so you were about to say, so his two good movies had Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. I wasn't going to say that. But they're both, they're both really good films and he's a really cool director. I actually find it completely amazing that Disney went to this guy who made two films, which were both good, and said, here you go, have a Star Wars film. Yeah. Because Disney, I, I figured, would just play it completely safe um, and not give it... And he wrote and directed this film. Yeah. Yep. Didn't J.J. Abrams... Um, uh, endorse him to Disney and say yes, yeah. But it, it's funny, you know. Like I'm a, you know, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. But like, like you said before, like with 
trailers and things that we've spoken about plenty of times. I, I go on media blackout, yeah. like with this sort of thing. I, I knew nothing going into this film. Like I'd seen the Porg things yeah. at the at the shops as a toy. Yeah. And that was like it in terms of what I knew was going to be in this movie. Like I would go online and I'd see an ad for Star Wars on the side of my page and I would close it down. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot yeah. in terms of the directors and things. Like I, I found out just recently that they're giving him than his, his own, own trilogy. trilogy. Like yeah. how amazing is that? Like before the movie had come out, yeah. they had such confidence in what he had done and what he, you know, what they expected this movie to do, which is absolutely kill at the box office. Um, but yeah, they're giving him his own trilogy. It was going to kill though. Yeah, no matter was. what happens, no matter if you bowl directed this thing, it was going to kill. <laughs> um, I don't think that would have necessarily worked. They should have got you bowl. No. Um, the, like, I think after you said that to me about him directing three films, if he gets to do it from start to finish, yep, uh, and like sort of aside, if it's a Star Wars story, I think he'll kill it. Yeah, it's a Star Wars story. If it's a Star Wars story, I think he'll do a really, really good job because he um, adds elements of, he does sci-fi uh, pretty cool, sort of alternative sci-fi like Looper. Yep. Um, and um, he tells a good sort of detective type story, which is exactly what Brick and, and Looper is. Um, but what I believe happened was that they called J.J. Abrams in for The Force Awakens. And he is a big fan of the idea of the mystery box, which is that you you sort of have this box, but you don't really ever reveal what's in it. Yeah. And that's totally what he did for The Force Awakens. He's just like, Ray's parents is a big deal. Um, who is Snoke? That sort of stuff, yeah. right? We, we, uh, can we come back to that about Snoke later on? Or yeah, go, want, go for it. Why are people so upset about who is Snoke though? Like I watch this movie and I'm like, yeah. it's not about Snoke, because, but, be- but it's not about him. He's not an important because part. Star Wars for people. I feel uh, is also not only is about the good and, and the characters, but there's always this one big bad. Yes. So yeah. Darth Vader, Palpatine, all that yeah. sort of and stuff. Yeah, and there's Master and Apprentice know, or whatever. We didn't know who Palpatine was. You've yes. also got to remember that yeah. the generation right now that is being the most vocal, I believe, are not the generation that directly grew up with the original trilogy, or they've just forgotten the original trilogy. It's such a, it's such a sort of, uh, like, it was such a big thing for people, yeah. but they've kind of forgotten. Like a lot of things that they're complaining about The Last Jedi actually happened in the original trilogy, but nobody's complaining about it. Yeah. Like people are getting real picky. Like how can you drop bombs in space and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but that happened. That happened in in the other films. Um, I think people are just sort of tearing this thing apart and being picky about the tiniest yeah. things, about how space works. And like it's, it's Star, Star Wars, Wars, man. Like yeah, you gotta exactly. you got to chill out. Yes. And that's not what I'm about to get into. No. It is a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, ultimately, anyway. ultimately, who's this movie about? It seems to be this is about Rey and Kylo Ren. These, yeah. are, these are the two main characters. Like Finn in The Force Awakens was a big character and I know he had a big part in this movie too, but he's taken a, a backseat in, in oh, my completely. eyes to the main story. Like he's like a player in Rey and Kylo Ren or Ben's world. Like it's their world and what they, those two characters are doing is what's affecting the Star Wars kind yeah. of universe. You look at the, what's left of the Rebellion now, what's left of the First Order. Yeah. Like, it's 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 all about them. And I love that part when, when Kylo Ren was on the ground and was, Hux was behind him and he kind of pulls his kind of jacket aside to get the blaster out and then he wakes up. That was like one of the best scenes. And yeah. it's the way he played that too with that little smirk and then he's kind of like the disappointment where he pulled it back. That was hilarious. But um, no, I, I that, that whole Snoke thing, like... 
I don't care. Like, I don't care where he's come from or who he is. I don't need to. Like, and I love, I'm reading at the moment a Darth Maul backstory, yeah. um, you know, about him, his life growing up. It's basically, um, you know, um, child abuse, this, the, the novel. But um, it is. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I might have said that last time. Um, but, you know, look, this, I don't need to know that. I want to know more about them. I the Like I said, there was that one hour there where I was a bit kind of down on it. The introduction of Rose. Um, well, this is what I'm going to let. I'm actually going to adjudicate okay. and let Jace have a jump in because I know you've got a list of things that you want to address as what put you off the movie, maybe? Uh, well, not put you off it, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm so much going to go through the list. I, I'm um, not asking you to go through the whole list, but I know there's points that you'd like to point out. I think it'll, it'll dovetail into yeah, what Jace yeah. and, uh, Joe's talking about as well. All I was going to say before was that I feel like J.J. Abrams made a very safe film. And again, with the things like Ray's parents is, is meant to be a big deal in that film. Who yep. are they? Um, but do you believe And it? then do I believe what? That what he said about Ray's parents. I think it's more poetic that way, personally. Yeah, but does, but, it, but, it, but it could come back that he's lying. It could because I think J.J. Abrams is directing a third film. He is. So True. Uh, here's the thing, though. I feel like, um, I feel like that I've lost my place. Sorry. Um, he made a safe film. He, he he did. He made a safe film, and it was a build up to who Snoke was. And for the longest time, people were um, sort of wondering who is Snoke, what is he, um, you know, is he this person, is he that person, and that sort of stuff. And, and then talking mystery box before too. And yeah, and then Rian Jordan or Johnson or whatever came in and then said, um, "Nope, Snoke is Snoke is nobody. Also, he's dead." And, and um, Ray, Ray's parents are nobody. Yeah. And he just, he sort of did the complete opposite with it. And Phasma is really dead now. And Phasma is really dead. <laughs> and there were like, I mean... No, wasn't there a quote from Rian Johnson recently that said um, he likes to think of Phasma as the Kenny of the Star Wars universe? <laughs> and so there's a good chance we might see her again. <laughs> they, no. I mean, they didn't really give Phasma much of a chance in this. Like, I don't know what happened with that battle, but it was incredibly short. I mean, in the first film, she got held up at gunpoint, but she's literally wearing this chrome armor that deflects bullets. And she was just like, okay, maybe she likes being captured. Maybe that's her thing. But, um, and then, and then he sort of fights her for a little bit and then he falls in a hole and then he comes flying up on this hover, this like hover thing. And then he hits her and then she falls down a hole. Like what's it with like holes in this movie? And in all the movies, in all the movies, but also it, it's a mix of all these different stories, um, all these little separates, like the whole Canto blight sequence, Casino Planet with the Leprechaun and and Brad Pitt. Sorry, Benicio del Toro, they look the same. Um, did you did you think that was Brad Pitt? No. Everybody was like, "Is that Brad Pitt?" Really? Everybody in my cinema was like, "Is that Brad Pitt? Is that Brad Pitt?" Watch like, it again. Wait, wait, was Brad Pitt in your cinema? Maybe because he doesn't look like Brad Pitt. Look at Benicio del Toro. Look at Brad Pitt. Very similar. Everybody <laughs> thought he was Brad Pitt. Really? Okay. Everybody did. You didn't see that? No. Nobody no. said that in your cinema. Not I mean, I knew he was in the movie, so maybe. Did you know Benicio Del Toro yeah. was in it? He yeah. was a cool character. Um, a lot of people didn't like him. They thought he was a nothing character. I thought he was cool. He was he was like, he was a scoundrel. He was awful. He was, yeah. Like what he did at the I, end. He was just really neutral. I don't think he, he just didn't care either way. Yeah. It wasn't that he was a scoundrel. It just, he had no investment in either side's fight. Yeah. He just there to make profit off it. No, but he was like Han, what Han Solo said he, Han Solo was. Yeah. He actually was what yeah, Han Solo pretend, was. pretended to be. Which is but good Han to Solo kind of see that, really. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I mean... Like you enjoyed the the Canto Blight bit, the Casino Planet bit. You I, thought that like no, they just no, sort of that threw was it in like there the hour where I'm just like yeah, like the the, the whole thing with the writing of the. It, it seemed like things. the whole scene was just a setup so that nicely. they could show 
them escaping. And I mean, with yeah. with Rose sort of kept focusing on what was she a, a slave? Like she was a slaver or she a slave? Was a, well, she was a slave. Yeah. I think so. she was oppressed by but somebody. It, but or the something. point the point of Rose, I'm assuming, is to kind of allow a Ray and Kylo kind of development more taking away from Finn and Ray. Is that what you guys got out of that? I, I like she's whether whether that's going to kind of where he leads or it's kind of like a you know a, a thorn between it. Like if there's going to be some sort of romance kind of thing in the next movie. I don't know if that was kind of the point there. Yeah, I'm not sure. I saw two things with the Rose plotline. I, I agree with, and I think you both feel the same way, that the, the Canto Blight sequence is probably the weakest part of the movie. Yeah. I don't think it was the worst thing I've ever seen in a movie. No. I think... But it, it did lead to that cool part where BB-8 showed out all the coins. That was very funny as well. That was awesome. Sorry. So the humour is has no place in this film. What? Like, it's not... It was not funny. It was... The, it, almost all of the humour was cringy. And they're trying... Like... That humor belongs in Star Wars. Guardians of the Galaxy. Humor hey, doesn't. Hey, are you knocking Guardians of the Galaxy? No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> that that works in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy because they're funny looking characters and they, the the sort of the color palette of the film and just the nature of it and having Chris Pratt like all of that sort of works. Yeah. But I've never like come on like Luke with the whole shoulder thing. That was a bit ridiculous. The only thing that I'll probably accept is him throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder. Oh, I'm glad you like that. And the only reason I'll accept only reason I'll accept that is because it just sort of showed at the time that Luke didn't care. There was like the the end of Force Awakens was him just staring at the camera, and then we come back to that again, and then he throws the lightsaber over his shoulder, (laughs) and it just diffuses that whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and I think that that should have been the height of the humor because the film would have been much better, especially with him as a director being a really dark film. And I know that Disney are involved, but it should have been sort of darker, more despair, more more focus on like the dark taking over. And I thought it was going in but, that. But, but that whole thing with the rebellion just being out of reach of the Imperials, kind of like the, that that slow escape thing, I, I found that really kind of like it was it was sad to watch. Like it was. I, the- I think maybe something happened where after I realized that they were pushing the humor. Um, that I suddenly stopped taking the film seriously. I didn't find it like, and I've, I've, you know, done a bit of looking online about the movie afterwards, and yeah, people are saying it's the funniest Star Wars movie ever. I, I thought it was just as funny as any of the other Star Wars movies. I think, yeah, like I Finn agree. in The Force Awakens, pretty much anything he did, but like I had a smile on my face. Like he's yeah. a really fun is... and kind of, you know, even though his story is so awful and tragic, he's always been a fun character. And, and even like, like go back to the original trilogy, the Ewoks. Even at moments, uh, Chewbacca, some of the stuff he would do See, with C-3PO and okay. Empire. So yeah. with the puppets and things like that and the aliens, I can understand that. They're a little bit quirky. They make funny noises. and But that's always just been part of the universe. Like I wasn't laughing out loud, but I thought to myself, oh, that's cute or you know, yeah. it's funny to see that. But when you see um, characters, especially Luke, who has basically gone to this island to die, yeah. um, start doing comedic things, it didn't really Wait fall a second. in. Did you have a problem with him chugging the milk? Because I thought that was... So that, that was, was blue milk. <laughs> was that blue milk? I don't think it was blue milk. It was seemed to be green. Right. It was just another milk. I thought that was a blue milk reference. Yeah, so did I. I thought it was a blue milk reference. It could have been. Um, but like all of that is funny yeah. on a Saturday Night Live skit. But in this, like, in this movie, especially the direction I thought it was heading in, it just really felt forced. And that seems to be... Forced. Yeah, you get it? Yeah. But it seems to be the biggest complaint from other people. Yeah. Because there's a really big divide... There in is this, in this film, there and is. there's no, there doesn't seem to be a middle ground. Um, and if I, you know, I, I thought the milk was interesting because it, it presented a side 
the milk, the fishing that he did with that massive pole, his his daily routine that Ray was following around on the island was interesting uh, aside to the way Luke was. So Luke had gone to this island to die. He'd given up on the whole to idea. To die or to, to, to just be off the grid? Or to be off the grid. But yeah. like he, he'd given and up. And to die eventually. But, but to eventually. be off the grid, I think was kind of like but the, the point. But I think it showed that he still, you know, some part of him deep down still cared. He just didn't know how to dig himself out of this hole. But, but wasn't it part? Wasn't some part of him worried about what he did though? Wasn't some part of him thinking, I did this. I, 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 That's why. And I stood over... Yeah. A, a sleeping child, yeah. you know, or, you know, like he's old, but he's like, compared to Luke, he's a kid, yeah. like a kid. And, you know, I stood over him and I made the biggest mistake of my life. That's it. And, and, I, I, and I can't believe I did that. And that was like my turn to the dark side. Yeah. And I need to get away from everybody so I don't do anything like that. And that's why on the island he kept, like he kept himself healthy and he kept moving and, and doing stuff because he hadn't quite given up yet. He just didn't know what to do to redeem himself or to redeem the situation. See, this Star Wars film seems to be so different from all the other ones I've seen and I love different. I love it when somebody just goes, I'm going to take these characters that you know and love but then I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and and, and sort of change it up. Um, and I thought I would love that. Something happened early on in the film where I checked out and that wow. doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Em and I's um, mate, Dane, who you guys know, um, same thing. It was a certain sequence. And I can't remember which one he said it was, but did exactly the same thing to him. So I'm really So did he, did he walk away at the end not happy with the film? He was very unhappy with the film. So yeah. was I. And it was... I don't, I don't typically have a really extreme reaction towards something, but I walked out of there really, really not liking it. Yeah. And it was, it was such a, a weird um, divide because the entire row behind me I won't use the words I use, but they basically said it's one of the worst films I've ever seen, which is clearly an exaggeration. Yeah. Then the front of me was clapping. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I wanted to feel differently about it. Um, I, I feel like it's something I need to watch again, but I also feel like there are certain sequences in this where, so get rid of some of the humor, um, get rid of the whole sequence on Casino Planet, um, get rid of the leprechaun, get rid of Yoda, but, <gasps> oh, come on. Yoda was by far, besides Space Jesus Leia, Yoda was by far the worst part of it. Now, the only way to make Yoda good in this, to be clear, because he just got put in there for fan service, there is no reason for him to be there, Really, is if the film had have been cast away, but it was about Luke <laughs> on the island and Yoda was Wilson. It's the only way it would work. And what I mean by this is it would have been awesome if Luke was actually crazy. And by that, I mean that he sort of, Ray will look at him and he'll, and he'll just sort of look off to the side or he'll start chatting to himself. If he had been chatting to himself the entire time he was on the island and then and you realise the person he was chatting to is Yoda, would have blown my mind. I also would have thought it's probably Yoda, but like it would have, it would have honestly blown my mind. And, you know, you, you can get rid of that 15 minutes on the casino planet, really hate the casino planet, yeah, and you can get rid of... Like, you can get rid of a couple of other sequences and focus a little bit more about... Um, about Luke on the island with Ray. Yeah. We're going to have to keep talking about this. We're about to run out of time on the on the thing. We're going to pause it there. So I yeah. think we'll pause here. We're going to move these files off this this podcast machine, the beast, and then we'll keep talking. Versus player coming back to you shortly. Versus player. All right, we're back. What were we talking about? Oh, I was going to do that. So, you go. No, it's you. No, 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 do it, do it, do it. No, please do it. No, no, because then I've lost my, my train of thought. But anyway, Yoda. Yes. So I'm going to defend Yoda's honor because before we went to our break, you were saying you didn't like Yoda in this movie. Uh, I didn't. I felt like he was unnecessary, and I'll quickly explain why. Okay, he popped up out of nowhere. Yep. He um, was 
Yoda is a comical sort of character. Yes. But Luke was about to go and destroy some books. Yep. And then Yoda decided to um, cast Force Lightning. Yep. To destroy the books anyway. But the books weren't destroyed. They weren't destroyed, which no. is even and, and worse. Yoda, and Yoda's not necessarily a comic, comical character. I, I got to disagree with. I, I, th- I mean, he speaks in a funny way, and he, um, the he, way he looks and the way he is, and he's just always been a sort of, he's he's always been sort of the light of he the movie. Is funny, though, what do you call him? Not- M? The he's like the laughing Buddha. Or he's like the, the laughing Buddha. Or, or, or the Dalai Lama. Like his humor is that kind of transcendent. Like yeah. he he's so wise. He's yes. so beyond it all. He sees the game of the whole thing. Yes. And that's the way I took it. Was and I actually think that's what Luke was picking up on finally at the end. Yes. He like brushed it off his shoulder and he became a bit more lighthearted. Yep. I actually think he learnt the lesson, which was not to take everything so seriously. So that. That is probably the best example I'll ever hear, or the best reason I'll ever hear for that Luke sequence with him brushing his shoulder. So <laughs> you, like you've, you've actually you've actually sold me a little bit on that. And and you tell you just stole my thunder. That was oh, my line. You said it better though. I must admit. Did she originally say it? Was it originally M's idea, and then you were going to claim it as your own? Was it a discussion that we had jointly, or was it all? It yours? was. That's what. That's what was going to happen. Um, and just just on that, like I get, I'm I get that sort of. It, you know, it's a comedian. What's going on? I was just worried that what M said might not be able to be heard on the on the mics. Hey, Jono, you had a brand new fresh idea that never <laughs> before. Why don't you tell us? So as M was saying, Yoda's like, in case you couldn't hear it, the laughing uh, Buddha or a Dalai Lama style character where his humor is transcendent because, you know, he sees the world beyond... I'm not saying it anywhere near as well as she was, but you get the... Clearly list. it was her idea originally. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> Hey, it was a discussion, all right? What, what's um, what's that movie with um, the Three Amigos, The Talking Bush? No, oh. very close, oh. very close, Joe. Great choice. Um, the movie with the com- the comedian in it. it was a- no, 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 no. no. The, char- the, the character is called oh, the comedian. Watchmen. Thank you very much. So the comedian is a darker version of that. He sort of sees that the- he thinks the world is a big joke, like Jim Carrey does at the moment. Poor Jim Carrey. It's very. Sad. What's wrong with Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey is like. What's the point of living? And like, we're all like, what? What are we doing? What, why be worried about anything? Because we're just like, you know, in this ridiculous farce of a universe, and we're like, how lucky okay, that's we're really dark. He takes it in a good. He takes it in a good way, though. He's 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 deep into like Buddhism or something. It's. I love Jim Carrey. It's yeah, but but it, but it seems I don't know. But he, it's not nihilistic though. No. It's um. So she uses all the big words that really. No, no, you're allowed to bug in. Um. So why, yeah, I agree. Why don't you guys get some chairs and come and join? Seriously, just join. You're all going to say stuff. Totally do it. Yes. Please yes. do it. Okay, I'll get some chairs. We're going, to, we're going to come back again for the third time. And So we're coming to the Return of the Jedi. We can't. Um, I'm going to pause. And we're back again. Did that feel better? Were you happy that I you was so close time? to saying it that time as well? Oh, you do want me to say it this time. I'm really confused. You should have stolen this. I, I, I should have. I had something planned before and it's all gone. Anyway. So Yoda, Jace, do it. Just very, very quickly. He pops up out of nowhere. He mm. destroys some books. Yes. That, um, oh God. He destroys some books that Luke was going to destroy anyway. And then he just says some stuff and then disappears again. But was Luke going to destroy them? He's going to change his mind. But anyway, go on. Perhaps, but all right, there's a few problems here. One, you're just throwing Yoda into the film because everyone loves Yoda and there's no reason for him to be there. Two, if he's so amazing and he can appear wherever he likes and zap people, why doesn't he just go and zap Snoke? 
And then you'll probably say, well, you know, that's not how the force works. And that's my problem with the force, which is a whole separate thing. <laughs> Nobody knows how the force works. But just before we continue with this as well, I need to say my big problem with science fiction films is that there's always some sort of excuse to get out of a crazy situation. And if something happens that nobody can explain, they're just like, it's the force. And I hate that. I, I think in this case, this is my take on Yoda. And I don't know if Em agrees with me on this. And, I, and there's some fiction I've watched. I'm, I'm thinking like Stargate where they use it in a very similar way where Yoda's on another plane of existence and he's popping into to our realm to talk to, to Luke is just to act as a bit of guidance. And the stuff he's doing is just really giving the characters a push in terms of, well, you know... This to push is the, the plot along. No, this is the lesson that you've learned. You just haven't put two and two together. But see, so they, should have, they should have at some point shown that Luke could see Yoda. That Yoda was like... Luke should have acted a certain way. Like, he's, he's isolated on an island. He should have been a little bit crazy. He should have been talking to himself and stuff. You know what I mean? And then and then eventually the reveal is that he's actually been talking to Yoda. Yoda's there with him the whole time. What was Yoda doing up until that point? Oh, he's living another plane of existence. Is he though? Yeah. And he just sort of pops up at this one moment where, like, it's like Luke was about to throw out some trash and then Yoda came and helped him. It's, it's kind of like God talking to people in the bible at you know moments of indecision or you know great change or something big's about to happen it's so okay. funny like all having right. this conversation like i i like i said i'm a massive star wars fan were you all right with this but it's it like 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 i, I love star wars because they're fun movies like i don't i don't go that deep with it like about all that sort of stuff i agree with what m said before about the force i love the explanation of the force in oh, this movie like but you also and jono's <laughs> addition to it and i love the kind of Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi is my favourite character in any Star Wars film, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, this Luke Skywalker, he is a different Luke Skywalker. He is different. He's changed. He's, you know, he's maybe old. he's not crazy. No, but he's, he's like, he's made, he's living with guilt. Like, he's done, he's the reason that the galaxy is where, he, he, this is what he's feeling, that, that the galaxy is in this dark place now, that the, the dark side has come back because of a mistake that he made. I think that Luke being where he is and... Who he is as a person is fantastic. Yeah, I think it's I think it's brilliant. I I just have a problem with the storytelling aspect of it. Fair enough. And I don't feel like people would be like, oh, well, you know, that's okay because it's Yoda. And I feel like that's the way people are approaching it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was cool fan service though. I, I'm, I'm a fan of fan is. service. It's totally. Fan I'm a fan of fan service. I, I, I liked it, but I also thought it, it it did help push the plot along, but in in a good way. I don't think it was just like. Hey, oh, we've just found this device that will cure everything in one big hit. You know, yep. we sold. I think all he did was let Luke see that he can fail, and that there's nothing wrong with that, and that you know some of his ideas were right. I agree that, with that point. Yeah, that he's like said, a, it's a, it's a and movie that's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, yeah, it was a movie about mistakes and failure, and just people trying to do the right thing, but really not knowing what on earth they're doing. Like even Luke, who is the most powerful being in the universe, or maybe besides Snake, although he didn't see it coming, he made a mistake too. You know? Um Yeah, that is And geez, that was a cool scene. Like that was that was, was that was him getting cut in half. Yeah. And then the and, cool. the and then the preceding kind of scene afterwards the with the, the shot where they gun. kind of put their backs to each other and that was amazing. So what I was saying before to the guys was that I checked out at some point in the film and I never came back. Oh good and good segue back into the next argument <laughs> true and where the more that everyone's talking about this the more i want to see it again and the more i feel like i would enjoy it 
it's which is I feel like the second person that we've had this same discussion with where where you've gone from I absolutely hated it to if we saw it again with you, I think we'd enjoy it. Oh, no, I don't want, just to be clear, I don't want to see it with you guys. Can I ask a question? Though? Have oh. you seen Thor Ragnarok? No, I'm really looking forward okay. to it. Okay, can I just say, don't go and watch Star Wars The Last Jedi again. Go and watch Thor Ragnarok. Because it's a better movie. It, it's, it's, for you, it will be a far better movie. Actually, I'm really intrigued to see what your opinion is. because Thor I'm, Ragnarok is by I, far my, like, it was... It was just See, I don't know where it came in that from. Movie, My favorite I feel Marvel like it works movie. Really, really it well does. because it's the same sort of no, thing but, as Guardians of the Galaxy. No, but the other two Thor movies were not like that. Yeah, movie. It's true. this is a Star no, Wars I, I podcast. We'll talk about that yeah. when we do our I'm favorite things really of the year. But anyway, that he will not like Thor Ragnarok. I, I will like Thor Ragnarok. Exactly. I'm, I'm fairly confident. I liked all the other Thor movies, and I know this is very different. But yeah. I love the director. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to be fun. Yeah, I want actually. I really want to see it with you because I reckon we can have a good time with it. We'll do that. Um, Star Wars. What was I talking about? Um, so you you were talking about, about watching it again and and right. Changing so I sorry, I checked out. Um, yes. In the space Jesus lay a bit. So let's talk about that. Carrie Fisher and like I love the Carrie, Carrie Fisher should have died. Yeah. Sorry, Princess Leia should have died. Carrie Fisher did die. But what I mean is that like I was surprised. I I, she, I, I thought that was came back to, yeah. and I thought it was a it was like that when they went in and had that shot in her face. I was like you know tear in the eye. That's that was a beautiful kind of send know, off, homage yeah. and send off to her and, and to that the, character, and even the fact that Kylo didn't pull the trigger. That, that was that he had was a moment amazing. of indecision, and then the decision was taken out of his hands by his underlings. I thought that was good. Everything that led up to that is awesome, and what that was I, amazing. That's what I really, yeah. what I really feel is that um, Princess Leia held the rebellion together. Yes. She is the glue. And her death is like a big impact. And what I was, what I worried me was that when she came back to life, I didn't even know she could use the force. I didn't even know that's how the force worked. But apparently, that's not how the it. force works. <laughs> but what what bothered me was that um, in and I'm I don't I know I'm about to talk about Fast and the Furious, and this makes no sense. But, we can always talk about Fast and the Furious. But in Fast and the Furious, they gave this they gave this really nice send off to yes, um, Paul, Paul Walker's Walker. character. And I thought it was similar. What I, yeah. the, the thing is, Carrie Fisher said that the way that she wanted to die was in a pool, uh, in moonlight, strangled by her own bra, which I think is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like I can freely say and talk about Carrie Fisher's death, um, in a way that like that's a comical way to sort of go, like the way that she presented that, and I just feel as though they, the reason they didn't kill her off in that was because it would have made people sad. What do you think? I, I was surprised. Do you think that, that that was originally in the script? But they had the rest of the movie filmed. They don't film films in order, though. Uh, no, they don't. It's true. But I, get I, what do you're saying. I do get what you're saying, though. But like, Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like she was... There were clearly other scenes. They yeah, did, they, that were quite pivotal with, with, with... What was the character's name again, Jono? The pink-haired lady? Uh, Laura um, Vice Dern. Admiral Holo. Okay, like there was lots of scenes with the two of them that were that took place that. afterwards. That is true. That were and like... a big a big part of it for me is that because I checked out at some point, I don't really to me I don't really know if the story made any sense after but, that. But but they could have she popped up. So I I sorry, I think they could have refilmed those scenes without her. Yeah. afterwards and had that but as she a, wasn't as a, in a lot so... of it because she she came out of space. Yeah. And then she was in this like thing in intensive care in a ICU yep. unit essentially. Mm. And then that was it. And she didn't come back until the end. No, she came she... back with Poe and then yep. talked to Vice Admiral Holo, which I agree, it, it could have possibly been filmed differently. That yep. scene could have happened earlier without the other characters being aware of it. 
but then or it, it could have been but refilmed. Then, but then it would have been revealed to us a lot earlier as well. Um, you know what? I, I'm kind of with you on this. I wouldn't have been sad if that had been the death of Princess Leia's character at that point. But I also have no problem with her using the Force, and I think it was no, nice that they, they but finally... But in that way, though? I had no problem with it that way. Right. I don't think it... I don't think it was outside of the realm of being able to use the Force. Like, if if we go back to the description of the Force earlier in the movie, that it was the thing that that is between all matter in the universe, and it's it's the tension between them. Like, well, then why the hell couldn't you use it to yeah, pull yourself look, back to a ship? Like, you know? and I've grown up with with what is now the kind of expanded kind of you know universe legends yes, and all that. Yes. And she and they're doing stuff like that. Oh, and she yeah, was she was you know she was training with the force. She wasn't like Luke level or anything was, like that. Just lifting rocks, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so was she meant to be in the third film? Was yeah, she no. originally set for that? Was she? Because th- I don't the know. third of these. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. obviously how it ended. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I only know from what I've seen. But she's there in the end of the movie. I couldn't believe the movie ended with with Luke being Luke is gone, but Leia is there. Yeah, I I I, I, too, I did yeah. not. I can't believe that. Like I really thought that they would refilm but, the movie to to have yeah a different sort of ending. Yeah. I, I guess I guess I feel that they could have. In that case, it's probably the opposite of what I said. And what I'm what I'm thinking is that maybe it would it would have been good if that's where they ended her story, and the rebellion actually did fall apart. Do you know what I mean? The rebellion's almost already gone anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the yeah. fact that the like she sort of and this sort of goes back to me saying that I feel like this film could have been a darker film than what it was because I did feel like it was going in that direction, especially with Ray falling into that that pit yeah. and all that stuff that was that going was on. A, that was that was quite pretty scary, intense yeah. and so but maybe, it, yeah, maybe what could have happened is that the rebellion fell apart and it moved into a darker film but what i really think should have happened is that ray should have actually been taken over to the dark side and not come back from it yeah being more powerful than, than kylo ren become snoke still dies i think that's awesome yeah and she becomes the new Snoke. She becomes the new Supreme Leader. But but like I said, for me, the movie is about Rey and Kylo Ren. Like and they're they're the two characters. Yeah. Like the movie is no longer about the first order. Like the next movie is going to be about the Force and about the balance in the Force and about these two pow- most powerful beings in the universe. Although you know, with the ending there and that ending with that little kid, that was to- totally stolen from Buffy. I wonder what Joss Whedon thought of that yeah. when he saw that ending and he's like, hey, I did that first. You know, <laughs> where it's just kind of like this awakening of, you know, everyone yeah. around the world, of the universe, or whatever it was. But um, well, I think there's a point that, that everyone missed and something I know Em and I were talking about a lot with Ray is that she's probably one of the first light side force users that embraces the dark as well. So it's finding the balance between the two because... Like think but about isn't that what happened? But does she, does she embrace it or she's just not scared of it? Like when she went well, through that, that, that's what I mean. When she so was when I in say that embrace, kind of, that she's yeah, she's, she's like, not. No, a, I'm not. I'm yeah. She's, yeah, she's not. Of, a, she's not accepting it. Yeah, but she's not afraid to go and uh, and challenge it and say, "What are you?" and learn about it. Whereas, exactly. like yeah. in the original, in the prequel, yeah. in the prequel movies, yeah, it was like you can't touch this. You know, don't touch that cookie jar. Don't yeah. even look at that yeah. cookie jar. The cookie jar exists and you know it's there, but. But you can't. But don't, no, you have a don't you have a cookie, yeah. or don't even think about it? But which, which is what keeps it powerful. Yes, it's the forbidden fruit idea, yes. and I think actually, the, my opinion on it was that Luke's big mistake was that he was so afraid of the dark when he saw it in in Ben or Kylo Ren or whatever. Um, he tried to destroy it. 
because he didn't realise that it needs to exist, like the yin and yang, it needs to exist for the light to exist yep. as well. So he pushed um, Ben in the he, opposite direction. So he pushed Ben. He, he created what he feared, um, whereas Ray doesn't fear it, like you say, because she said something about when, when there was that big gaping hole and she was like, um, the, the dark side is calling to me and it, it wants to teach me something. Yeah. Like, but, and that, that's the whole point of it is you need to sort of look at it in order for, in, I like I said, said, to understand it. I think she said I, was, I, I should have been afraid but I wasn't or something along those lines yeah. when it went on forever. And she was like, I knew it wouldn't. I knew yeah. there was yeah. an ending See, to it so I found the ending. Yeah. You're, you're making this film into a philosophical film and that's – it And it is. And the problem <laughs> is – I no, no, no. I didn't get that. Uh, and I have a lot of friends who've gone and seen the movie and liked it for what it was, and they're not thinking about it on a philosophical level. They're just yeah. thinking about it, man, that was a pretty film, or they, yeah. this, man, those aliens on the casino planet were cool. They weren't. But the aliens were cool, <laughs> the casino planet wasn't cool. But this is there's something deeper going on that I refuse to see because uh, uh, I decided very early on that I didn't like this film and yeah. I refused to come back from it. Yeah, I, I went to the dark side. I'm not mm-hmm. seeing it as a philosoph- philosophical film at all, though. I'm seeing it as Ray and Kylo and their kind of. The, the, I like Kylo Ren. Like he's awful. Mm-hmm. He's done truly awful things. He's, I thought he's my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah. that yeah. at the end of this movie, the first this is and, and like I said, I this movie surprised me. But the way it was going, I really thought after that incredible. We need to talk about it more. But that incredible light speed, like that, and I, I saw like when when you saw. Her kind of think oh, I've got an idea, and she did that, shot it into the into the into the um, first order ships. That was amazing. But um, I thought they're going to get rid of the first order. They're going to get rid of the rebellion, and these two. The next movie is going to be about these two people basically fighting, you know, the force and what it kind of is, and just saying there's no light, dark. It's going to be about just establishing, like you know, like in the old comic books, the new new Jedi order, mm. not. Light side, dark side, not Sith and but you're, Jedi. You're in love with that idea. That's the direction you want to head to go no, no, in. No. But it's like you don't care how it got there. But Do you know what I mean? I just, I just love the kind of the fact that Ray is so heroic. You know, that's why I like Luke in Jedi so much because he's kind of like, I, I've, I've got to just take care of business here. You know, I've got to go and I've got to die to save everybody else. And she was just like, whatever she needs to do to kind of. Get, and she was trying to help Kylo Ren. Like she was not trying to kill him. She was trying to save him. She could have killed him when he was dead, dead on the, like knocked out on the floor. She obviously got out of there. You know. Yeah. I think she's a, an amazing character. I love it. And while you were saying it's not a philosophical movie, but I, I don't think we need to look at like life. No one calls life a philosophical thing, but it's like that still exists. Yeah, no, no, in life. of course, and that's it's the same. There, yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's the big thing. It's... And I see what Joe's saying though is that you can, you can still enjoy it without. Yes. Yeah, without I agree. That, I agree. Like, so many and that's levels. it. Yeah, that's what I was trying yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Everyone keeps jumping on. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, Kylo Ren is an ama- He's like such a cool character. Like not just because he takes his shirt. <laughs> that that scene was awesome. <laughs> that was a bit of a throwback to. Um... He's ripped, man. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit of a throwback to Anakin in the prequels. It, yeah, that kind of yeah I think somebody won that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's like, that was, like even the beginning where, you know, Snoke's like, take that silly mask off or whatever he said to him. Like the journey that, that like all the characters had a big journey in this movie, you know, from, from The Force Awakens as well. Kind of maybe except for Finn, but Finn was, I think he's a mad character. I think he's really cool. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that kind of when he had the scar and he kind of, 
fix the scar up so he's going to like now be kind of maskless like you know kind of moving away from what vader was i thought that was really cool as well i don't know if i can just enjoy the film as it currently stands but if i look into it like there's more meaning behind it maybe i just feel like it was very fragmented there were too many small stories being told and not enough focus on what was important and i feel like the important sequences were primarily ray and luke and more of Ray and Luke on the island, if they didn't go away to Casino Planet or they didn't go away to other places, would have been totally fine by me. Yeah. I don't feel like there was actually a lot of... There was a lot on the island. It kept coming back to it, but only for small snippets. Mm. Um, I wanted to see more of that relationship. I, I feel like the whole communication thing between Ray and Finn, where they could just see each other and appear in front of each other... Maybe Ray and Kylo. What did I say? Finn. Finn. Oh, right. Ray and Kylo, sorry, where they were just able to sort of see each yeah. other. Like that, has that ever happened in a Star Wars film before? What, what was that? Don't well, say that, it was the Force. It was the Force. It was, Snoke <laughs> said it was the Force. Snoke said he, he allowed for that to happen. But Luke yeah. and Leia did that in Empire. Okay. Why did they? Yeah, when Luke reached out to her, so he would know, she would know where he was. Where he was, he was voice in that case, and these two had <laughs> vision as well, but that's yeah. why, why would Snoke force? allow that? To get to where they went, to get to that point where Ray was standing in front of him, but also, and also, so he could find where Luke was. He said that in the movie, yeah, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, but you you checked out well by that point in time. But I can look. I can totally see why you checked out. Like I said, I love the opening. There was like an hour after where I'm like, Thor Ragnarok is still my favorite movie of the year, and then the yeah. last last hour just kind of brought it back around for me. But I, I feel I, like I missed a lot. I didn't even realize that that was the reason. I just thought that they were just starting to see each other. It was just an excuse to get both characters on the screen together. Yeah, but that's what it said. Like you didn't know what why that, that was happening until Snake said it. And, and again, it was another thing. Like what? obviously, maybe it was because we watched it at you know midnight, and it was probably like one thirty, two o'clock <clears throat> at that stage of the yeah. night. But my my for me, it was all like, wow, that's such a cool twist. That's so, that's so interesting. Wow, <laughs> maybe so if delirious. I watched it, maybe if I exactly right, maybe if I watched it at like you know midday I might have been like oh that's really obvious it's pretty, it's pretty incredible though that like, you can who you watch this film with and what time you watch it um, and how tired you are or how much beer you've had will like change your view on it yeah it's true though if I go and watch a movie with, with Ali with my wife now like we rarely get to go to the movies together it's yeah. the best movie ever like doesn't we, matter we, doesn't matter what it is. We this can watch popcorn was incredible. Trash. <laughs> the fact that we get to go and sit in a movie do together. You, like after hearing any of this, Jen, do you feel different about it? I, I've definitely learnt a lot more through like the explanation, especially the philosophical side behind like the the light and the dark, but also you know a bit of dark within the light and vice versa. So I like that. Um, but I think I'm. Same, same with you. Like I need to rewatch the film with all this new knowledge in mind because I felt like when I went to watch it, I didn't read anything about it because I was afraid of spoilers. Yeah. All I heard before going to the movies was how incredible the movie was. Like it was just meant to be this epic movie filled with twists and things. And I think that's why I came away a little bit disappointed because I didn't really understand where the twists were, like what was so epic about it. Except that you know, it's a, it's a Star Wars film, like very it, similar. It, this has to be. This is different to other Star Wars films, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's very different. It, it's very different, and yet not. It's like Star Wars was counterculture when it was first released. There was nothing like it really at that time. That 
you know, had weird aliens and strange planets. Like Star Trek had come out around that time as well, but it was, you know, very different. Joe has a point. I don't know. You said Star Trek. There was a Star Trek logo in this movie. Really? Yeah, you said that. The <laughs> when they had the iron, I'm like, that's, is that, is that, oh, what was with the big iron? Yeah, it was I don't like know. a Star that Trek logo. I swear that's why like, it was What was in the with movie. it? Where, where, like, I was, I, I was looked confused away as well. and I looked yeah. and I'm like, there's an iron on the screen. Like, I didn't understand. Yeah. Wasn't what that was going the Kylo Ren shirtless, topless scene or something? No, no it was I don't remember. His shirt was getting ironed. That's it. I don't know, but anyway, I thought that was the Star Trek logo. I'm like, that is so the Star Trek logo. Really? I don't, I don't know if it was supposed to be. I don't know. I just know people that are like, you know, look, this movie, you know, didn't answer all the questions. I'm willing to wrap Whatever. it up. I've got but, an idea. All right. I've got a thought that I, I think, you know, it was an enjoyable movie, but sometimes if a movie needs this much discussion to get people on side on it, then maybe there were bits they really did missed the boat on like that it wasn't clear to everyone but it doesn't make it a bad movie it just means that it could have also been a better movie um i still enjoy it i still had a lot of fun with it i think it was nice that it it wasn't like the force awakens which i enjoyed i think it needed to be very much a different movie and i've i've seen really cool articles online that have have summarized that probably better than i can right now but because it's a different movie, it means that Star Trek can become something new for the next generation. Uh, Star, Star Trek, Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars can become something new for the next generation and move on. It needed to have that change. Uh, the ne- best the next, is... the next generation. The next generation, yeah. <laughs> I would laugh so hard if the next movie is called The, the Next, next generation. generation. That <laughs> would be, be the best. But it, or Khan or something. What was that, guys? Anyway, Khan. But it, it couldn't continue on to be the same. Like, it had to change. And the movie said that as much. The fact that you've gone from the Rebels and the Imperials fighting in the first movies to 30 years later or 40 years later, the First Order and the Resistance essentially having the same fight means nobody learns anything. So it's really cool that they've torn all that down yep. and two characters are going, well, we've had enough of this shit. It's time to to yep. start again. Yeah. Um, I think if that's the message, that's the message I took out of it and I really like that idea. I, I saw The Force Awakens and I walked out of it going, that's a Star Wars film. There's good guys and there's bad guys and some stuff got blown up and then the good guys kind of won, but not really. And then I walked away from it. I thought, yeah, that was good. And that was it. And I've never thought about it since. I couldn't tell you what happened in it. With this, if this had been the same sort of thing, we probably wouldn't be even be having this discussion right now. And I wouldn't have led me to reading more about it. It wouldn't have led me to finding out why people are so divided on it. It wouldn't have... like Maybe this is a good film. Yeah. Or, it doesn't matter if I don't think the storytelling was great or whatever, but we're, we've been talking... I've never talked about Star Wars this long in my life. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason for it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I need to see it again. I need to form another opinion on it. I'm still thinking about it even now. And just some of the, the, the thoughts that I had originally about even things like Yoda and Leia coming back, there's reasons for all of it. And it... it it's sort of, I mean, some, like I said, I think we can all agree Casino Planet can probably get out of the film. But, yeah. And Luke is definitely coming back. Yeah, or if Yoda can I come back, Force Ghost can come yeah. back. Is that yeah. a thing? Force Ghost? <laughs> yeah. It was established at the end of the... Actually, Obi-Wan came back in the second movie. And they called a Force Ghost. Well... Or do people call them that or is that actually what? I think it was in the novels. They said Force yeah. Ghost. I can't remember now. But, yeah, that's what, that's what we is all it call it. a normal ghost? Or are they not normal ghosts? I, I, I think it's just... It's Star Wars. ghosts. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're part of the Force and they're... They're one with the Force. Yeah. Yeah. Do... 
can you become a force ghost if you're not really into the force? Like, if you don't think it's a thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like an atheist yeah. Jedi or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's they had to be strong in the force to be able to... Yeah, there was Because something... they're one with the force, they can manifest themselves separately because they were strong enough in it to be able to manipulate it. Like there is a, the, Yoda says at the end of um, Revenge of the Sith... Um, in the, th- the, th- of the end of the prequels that you know I've, I've learned something I want you to practice this and, and the, the, the assumption was that that was learning how to become a force ghost basically so when you you know look, practice this thing so when you you know when your physical body is gone you are going to become one with the force and live through the force so your teaching can still go on and they said that, you know Qui-Gon you know that when I he said Anakin you know when he was um, killing the Tuscans um, you know that they kind of that was supposed like you know again was was kind of like his projection through the force but he wasn't able to do the force ghost thing but he was able to do a voice anyway the movie needed more r2d2 as well i was very disappointed about that it had very little r2 very little r2 it's two movies now without r2 but he, he's, shadow, he didn't look right but but r2 is the hero of all of these movies. Every single one, he was the hero of this movie again when he went to Luke and he pulled out the Carrie Fisher. Another yeah. time I cried in the movie. Well, not Carrie Fisher, the Princess Leia, the hologram. It's Carrie Fisher. Yeah. That, that, that made me cry. That was, yeah. that, was the, that was an amazing scene and I was just like, yes, R2, you are the hero of every single... You look at any Star Wars movie, he's the hero. Was the only character that's Besides been in all of them. Rogue One. But um, yes. All of them but Rogue One. No, he was in Rogue One. He just wasn't the hero of Rogue One. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. wasn't Rogue One. Yeah, there you go. So he's been in every Star Wars movie. He's the only character. Oh, him and C-3PO. They've been in every Star Wars movie. But anyway, R2's the best. Um, Actually, question. Did, did you see if R2 was on the Millennium Falcon at the end? I'm assuming he was, but... Or was he left back on with Luke? Oh, he might have been. Because when did the hologram thingy happen? I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I want to watch I'm it again. Sure it would have been was. cool if that whole time... Instead of like Luke astral projecting, it was just R two. And his little his little like robot like antenna comes out and he just wipes the thing off his. Oh man, that would have been even better. (laughs) (laughs) Special edition. That's what they're doing. They just just upgraded his hologram sensor, so it was it looks a little more. They just put him in like they did with Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Um, I like that a lot. I don't know. I think I want to see it again. Do you want to see it again? Mm. We need to watch it at home. You need to go and watch Thor Ragnarok as well. Yeah, yeah you do. Definitely. <laughs> That's a takeaway of this spoiler cast. <laughs> yeah. How long we've been recording for? Yeah, go and hard. watch Thor Ragnarok if I'm, you've not. M hasn't seen it yet, yeah. so we, I want to see it again with her. I want to go take Little Batman. So, but I'm taking Has, to watch oh, this. Question: I think we're wrapping this up. But is Little Batman going to go and see the Last Jedi? But yes, but the the when Ray falls into the, the, the dark butthole thing, I'm going to um. Like not let him watch that. That was that was a scary scene. Like, I was like, whoa! But I was thinking about him watching it really. But um, but once she was down there, that was fine. You... But just the pulling into it and looking down at it, it reminded me of like some of the scenes from the Dark Crystal, which right. is supposed to be this kids' film. And then there's yeah, this yeah. like horror, just like thing right there. Do you think that he'll of... love it though? I think you think he'll love it. Yes, I okay. think that scene with Ray and Kylo Ren, he's going to be jumping up and down in his seat like I was. Right. When was he really? Kind of... Close enough. I was. I was just like, <laughs> I had this biggest smile on my face. I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've seen. Yeah. It was so good. Who are those red soldiers? Praetorian Guard, apparently. They were Snoke's, like... Snoke's Guard. Yeah, Praetorian Snoke's Guard. Guard. Yeah, Praetorian... They're actually listed as the Praetorian Guard. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Classic Snoke. <laughs> yep. Snoke, Snoke was Smeagol, right? Yes. Yes. Cool. 
I don't. That's that's the backstory. There you go. You've, you've solved it. <laughs> Lord of the Rings <laughs> happened a long, 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 long time ago, and then a little yeah. bit later, Star Wars happened. Yeah. I and thought he was going to be a giant. I really did. Yeah, I thought he yeah. well, he was a big head. But then I guess yeah, the, the, the Emperor, Emperor was a big was head as well. I know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jenny. Yeah, it was very visited of Oz. Yes. What were you going to say? I was going to say I don't think he's really dead because he made this whole speech about being all-seeing and knowing exactly what was Snake. happening. Yeah, in um, Kylo Ren's head. So, I mean, it doesn't make sense that he didn't see that coming. I think the point... That was, was that he wasn't. I think the point <laughs> that, yeah, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. That these these kids were able to best him. Okay. And also, unless they put spider legs on him, he's not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Darth Maul. I yeah. think the point was that he hadn't learnt... Um, from the mistakes of the people before him that would, had done the same thing, that yep. the emperor went this uh, in a very similar way, Darth Maul before that, and yeah. he was stupid enough to not have learnt from his mistakes. He built up this same thing that, and that's why Ray said before. to him, like, "Come on," she was like, "Come on, man, are you not learning here?" When yeah. he's like, "We can do it together," yeah. he's like, "Come on, like, come on, let's just live, let's just be people," like yeah. sort of thing. I thought it was really cool. I, I, more you guys about saw it. something different to what I saw, and I need to rewatch it. I um. Yeah, I'm a bit worried though that that one hour where I was like, "Yeah, this is not, you know, it's good, but it's not." It's going to tank. Great. I'm worried that I'm going to like it even less after because it was the lots of story view. build up. Yeah, and then because what was the movie that we were talking about recently that you said on watching it again you didn't enjoy it as much? I can't remember. There's lots of movies like that though. Yeah, I know. but there was something that we were talking about recently. I don't know. Something that I went, no, I liked it just as much, if not more. Can't remember what it was now. Probably one of the Avengers movies. Yeah, maybe. Thor Ragnarok is the best Avengers movie. <laughs> We're not speaking about that enough. All right, so the takeaway is watch Thor Ragnarok. We're definitely doing that. We probably should wrap it up. Yep. All right. Hit it, Jono. Thanks for, for listening. And I'm not going to tell you where to find all this because apparently you found it. So... <laughs> <laughs> they use the force yeah, yeah but as always you can find us on versus player and instagram sometimes on, oh joe keeps us on facebook and um yeah. yeah and where you download this podcast from yeah tell your friends actually yeah that's the new one don't go looking for us on those places you know where they are tell your friends we want more listeners because you know what we have fun talking to you guys and if other people like what we're doing so much the better thanks for listening as always hopefully you didn't get stuff too spoiled we did warn you. It is called a spoiler cast. Seriously, so I if, you, if you listen to this whole thing and you're like, oh, these guys ruined Star Wars for me because it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You've had your warning. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Say bye. May the force be with us.